Welcome to the Point of Perception podcast, where little people talk about life's big questions. I'm Michelle. I'm Jenny. And today we are talking about goals and how to manifest them. Or is that even possible? Can you really manifest goals? And I think that was um, kind of part of what we were talking about when we left off last time. Yes, that was our question of the week last week. That's right. Before we get into that, what, what have you been doing? How have you been today? It's been a good day. It's been a really good day. I've had a couple of mimosas. I know, because you gave me one too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And this is not a drunken slur. This is just my Southern accent. Oh, well, I don't have one of those, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. All right, good. But yeah, everything's good. Good, good, good. Well, um, right into that, is is manifesting real? If so, why isn't everyone talking about it? Or even, I think, the better question or what we can add to that question is, if it is real, then why isn't everyone just happy and fulfilling their goals and manifesting what they want? And, you know, why is uh, the world right now kind of, to me, or maybe not the world, um, but I think what's going on in our Western society right now is we may in a slump or um, we've had a lot going on um, in our society recently. So, Let's talk about that. Is manifesting real? If so, um, how can you manifest your goals? What do you think, Jenny? Is it real? Well, here's what I think. I would love to be able to, and yeah, I've heard you talk about this in the workshops. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to manifest a million dollars and George Clooney at my door today. Would you now? I would. And I think about that and I put it out in the universe. What would your husband say about that? <laughs> he would be, I think he'd be okay with that. Okay. <laughs> I'd give him the million dollars. I'd take George Clooney. <laughs> but Good. yeah, um, I think there's some misnomers about manifesting or visualizing or reaching out to the universe. And I love your thoughts around how to do it and what works and what doesn't. What's so funny is I created a manifesting recipe for that workshop, and I'm trying to remember exactly how um, I, I say it. But number one, it is real. And um, manifesting, I'm sure you've heard the law of attraction. Um, if you haven't, I'm not sure what rock you've been living under because it's I feel like it's mainstream. It's even in our TV shows or, you know, it was really um, romanticized in the 80s. If you... um you know, or, or maybe our age, 30s, 40s, um, you remember the book called The Secret. Do you remember that book? The Secret. Did I want to know it? the secret behind the secret. Yes. But I did, did you read, read The Secret? I did. But I'm, and I think I know what law of attraction means. You attract like attracts like, mm-hmm. but I'm, I don't really, I don't know that I understand that. You know, it really is the law of cause and effect. And I think that we're, that book, it was a huge success. I mean, everybody I knew was reading it. And that's why I bought it and read it and tried it and threw it in the garbage and went on about my business. Because at that time in my life, because I was just pissed. I'm like, this is such bullshit. I bought it and I didn't even get it. I don't think I really got it. That's the thing. It was so far um, it didn't break it down for me. Right. Like it was so far out there and especially a book of its time, you know, in the eighties, but it was so far out there and far fetched, which I feel like a lot of some of the spirituality still is, but that if you didn't get it, 
then you threw it in the garbage can like right. I did. Right. And you never thought another another thing about it. So can you break down, cha-cha-cha, break down what manifestation really is? Here's my recipe, and I was trying to think of it verbatim, but my manifestation recipe is I teach a lot of like creative play and using your imagination. And anything that you can get past your critical mind, I always look at it like, I'm a very visual person and I always look at it as like my critical mind has been programmed to stay in guard, you know, because everything's kind of filtered through, you know, that that part of, of your brain is that part of your brain that keeps you safe or is that part of it's your analytical side, you know. Right. And so if you can move that over. And use your imagination. That's why I think creativity is so important, whether you're doing, I don't care if you do scrapbooking or stitching or painting or whatever. Adult coloring. Adult coloring. That has been the best invention. And I'm sure that's not the right word. Like nobody really invented adult coloring. But these coloring books that have gone around have been awesome. And when people tell me they're not creative, I'm like, get adult coloring book. And they're like, oh, man, that's amazing. Because really, it's it's what you're doing. It's not what it's about. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be a professional adult coloring book artist. I'm not. I get a hand cramp. Right. But it's about what you're doing. And it's about the mindfulness that comes with that. So when you do that, anything that's creative and you're using your imagination, you kind of move that critical factor over and it allows your intuition to kind of speak to you, you know, but with. With that, with your intuition comes with inspiration and with inspiration comes action. Because if you're, if you're not inspired, I mean, well, if you're inspired and you do nothing about it, but sit there and go, Oh, that was so inspiring. Well, I'm sit on my couch and, you know, eat bonbons. But if you don't put the, the, uh, action behind what the universe has given you, which is this burst of inspiration, then it will move on and you've done nothing. But if you do set action behind it, then um, and then you what did I say? You can bake it in joy. If you can bake what you're doing in joy and have the most fun with it, then that's like the quickest to step. I mean, that's the quickest of how to manifest your dreams, your goals. Um, and that's really it. And I think people hear this, you know, all the time. Um, there are plenty of spiritual guru- gurus that talk about this, but what I what I don't hear from them a lot is, again, really what it is, because people that that come to my play shops, they're kind of they're in the moment, they're in the zone, you know, they're they're getting it. But you know, for anybody else, if you said that recipe, they would be like, whatever, gosh, she's crazy. But what it really is is physics. It's cause and effect. And it's just saying, you know, with every action is a reaction, right? And I'm doing it all the time. If I say I can't levitate, like I said last week, if I say I can't levitate, I can't. I'm doing it all the time. Am I not? Am I not manifesting my life? Or are there circumstances beyond my control? Did I manifest that car wreck that almost killed me? Well, I think there's an element of karma always as well. So, you know, there's there's karma, you know, so there's that what goes around comes around. I totally believe in that. And uh, my car, my karma comes around really quick. Uh, 
my husband always says his karma comes around really quick. He's like, if I do something wrong, you know, it comes around really quick. So I think there's that. And I think there is, you know, circumstances outside of our control. But I would say for the most part, yes. And I mean, I'm not God. You're not God. We're we're never going to know the the magnitude of what really circumstances you know, are brought about in our life, really the cause of that. But I will say what you think about, you bring about. Yes, I do agree with that. So if you're constantly complaining or you're constantly negative Nelly, you're going to continue to bring things in your uh, existence to complain about because that's what you want to do. And so if you can look at if you can look at manifestation as cause and effect and you can take all the other law of attraction woo-woo language, which we talked about what woo-woo was last week. You know, if you want to take all of that and this new age stuff, you know, that people think, oh, that's just such crap. Take all that out of it and really, you know, get down to the the meat and potatoes of it, that it's cause and effect. Every reaction, every action has a reaction. Um, You know, every cause, there's an effect. So if you're thinking, if you're in a negative thought pattern, so if you're thinking, what was, what were you talking about? I'm not loved. I'm not loved. I'm not loved. Chasing love. Chasing love. Chasing love. But if you're always thinking, you know, if you have this pattern of this is what I'm going after, you know, then you're going to set yourself up for those circumstances. So if you're always disappointed in life, you're going to keep getting validated you know, that you're disappointed in life because yes. that's what you're looking for. You're looking to be validated. And that's that's really the the word right there is validation. Manifestation and validation are almost married. Does that make sense? Sort of. So if you're on a, if you're trying to validate your frame of mind, then you're yes. going to create situations to validate that. I'm just trying to think of a, like a really good example. I mean, if you're always in a victim mentality, which we do talk about in another episode. Victim is my archetype. If you're always in that victim mentality where I'm a victim that life does not treat me fairly, then you will continue to have circumstances and situations where you can validate that mentality because you're you're looking for them. And why people cannot understand that, I have no idea. Because people get this, I'm unlucky. Right. And that's right. just, that's not, you know, that that's not what it is. And so what you were talking about, circumstances, like, did I manifest that car wreck? Like, oh, my God, how, how did I do that? Are you, and I know you had a battle with, with cancer. You know, did I, did I manifest that cancer? Is just kind of take that out of your brain and, um, and instead of like beating yourself up or, or even wondering if that, you know, cause I don't know, I'm not God. I don't know if you did or not, honestly, maybe you did hell who knows. But instead of sitting there and chewing on that forever, why don't you just say, you know, Hey, I, I just want to be in a better frame of mind where I'm not always being the victim and I'm not always searching for this, that, and the other because then you're going to create situations for that exact thing that you're looking for. Right. Does that make sense? It does. I know that was kind of like all over the place because sometimes it is even hard to articulate. And well, that's why people put it aside. That's why people go, oh, I, I don't get it. So screw it. And I don't want that for people because 
you know, I would, I, I want people to, you know, to be on their, their path, their, their best life. When we played in the workshop, even with some of the painting pieces we did, um, we had to write down some goals. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with goals. I know that what I don't me. want, but I don't always know exactly what I want. I love that because that is, if you remember, that's one of the first things that, I, the, well, the first part of the play shop, we, we've renamed the workshop um, to play shops, if, if any of you guys are wondering, but um, is that that was part of the story because people don't know. They don't know what they want. Because what do you, what do most people say when they were like, well, what do you want out of life? I want to be happy. But they cannot tell you what that looks like. Right. Yeah. Right. And we talk about that as well. Like, how do you know what happiness is for right. you? Right. And a lot of that, I think, does require, again, internal work. You, we can call it play, but there's a time when I have to dig deep and figure out what do I value? What's important to me? And how do I get that? Well, right. And in another episode, we talk about it, but you're not, we're not programmed to find our own happiness. We're programmed to do what other people tell us to do. I mean, let's get real. You know, that's why I'm a corporate institutionalized person. You have to go to school and you have to pick a major and you have to go to college and you have to do this and you have to do that. I mean, that's just the way we're programmed. But, okay. you know, we I mean, we, and we do talk about that. But um, but as far as like manifesting goals, yes, you can manifest goals. And if, if you've got nothing out of all this conversation, um, I want you to know that, yes, it is possible. And, you know, one of the one of the things that you can do if you learn nothing else is do not believe in failure. Even if you have to reframe failure or whatever, I always say failure is like a mile markers to on the road to success. Nope. I, OK, that that didn't work out, but it's not failure. You just keep going. Well, and what I found personally is there have been times when I thought I failed and it really was a God's answered prayer. I just didn't see it at the time. Right. Well, we shouldn't even have that word in our vocabulary because it's not failure. We're only here to experience life. Yes. That is it. If we could think about that, we're only here to experience life. I mean, Jenny, you know what I I mean? I graduated, you know, I, I have a master's in marriage and family therapy, but literally I practiced for like two years. And then since then, how many jobs have I had in the last 15 years? Like 20? I'm going to guess 40. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, I literally have... If anybody else looked at my life, they were like, she is the, the biggest fat failure ever. We need to figure that out. We need to figure out how many jobs you've had. We will do that. We, I will write the jobs down. It will be 30 or 40 for sure. Um, but you just keep you just keep going. I'm a very I am a very much experimenter of life. That's what I'm going to call, start calling myself. I like it. Okay. <laughs> we had a question from one of the workshops and actually it could have come from me because I am a huge proponent. I've taught students how to meditate. I've done guided meditations with them. But the question is, I don't always have time for meditation. They know it's good for them, but how do you find the time or do you just give up and not even try to meditate because you don't do it on a daily basis? If I've got three kids, Mm -hmm. two jobs, um, a spouse that Mm -hmm. needs me, friends and family that are always calling. How do I find that extra time or do I just give up trying? Well, I hope whoever asked that is listening. Number one, don't give up. Um, You can have what you want. And if you want it, you know, uh, 
then yes, you can have it. Don't give up. Don't ever believe in failure, even if it's just about, you know, meditation. But, you know, I guess, too, I would like to know, um, do you meditate? I do. But I'll be honest. Again, I'm a proponent, but I don't I try to do it every day. I'm lucky if I get two days a week. In. OK, does, does it work for you? It works miraculously. Why don't I do it? Why wouldn't you do it every day? Why wouldn't I do it every day? Because I don't feel like I have time because I'm late for school and I'm disorganized and the kids have to be fed and there's something going on all the time. Well, just from the meditation standpoint, if, you know, if it works for you, um, then most definitely you should try to find it in your day. Again, I'm a big reframer and this probably is from my academic background, but, um, if you reframed meditation as your shower, now would you go leave the house without taking a shower? Now, granted, I do it all the I time. Did this however, morning. I know, right? <laughs> so that's not a good question. But say you went three days without I took a shower. What my mom would call a hoe bath. I don't know if anybody knows yeah. what that is, but we'll go into that later. If too. you're from the south, you should know what a hoe bath is. I just think you should. But yes. um, anyway, and for those that don't, it's like a washcloth bath. But uh, if so, okay, so say you haven't taken a shower in two or three days since you've left okay, the house. No, I would not do that. <laughs> right. Then that means it's time to meditate or shower because uh, your inner and your outer is funky. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't want a funky inner or outer. Right. So it really is just it's like forcing reframing. yourself to have the time. It's reframing. Reframing. But I like okay. the question, too, because it'll kind of go into what we're talking about uh, next week is that there's a lot of shit thrown at people right now. Like you should be meditating or you should be eating healthy or you should be, you should be vegan. I mean, how many you should be's do we have in this world right now? You should be, try this. You should do that. Mm, You know, it's just, so at what point do you pick and choose what's best for you? Um, A lot of this is just, you know, a trap of, you know, comparison. I always say comparison is a thief. Comparison yes. is a thief comparing to other other people, but it gets you in this like perfection trap, which we do talk about more next week. That'd so. be great. These are just our thoughts, but we want to hear from you. Share your journey using the hashtag point of perception. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our mailing list at michellemathis.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Point of Perception is produced by Pottery Studios and sponsored by SmartGirlTech.com. Stay tuned after the music to learn more about Smart Girl Tech. Our producer for the show is Bo York, and we have been your hosts, Michelle and Jenny. We'll catch you next time on Point of Perception. Smart Girl Tech offers smart sales, marketing, analytics, research, and training. Smart business solutions with a female touch. With an all-female staff, we specialize in integrated marketing solutions that deliver revenue results, corporate training, and events to improve people and performance. Visit us at smartgirltech.com to learn more.